So for six weeks straight, we rode our bikes for eight hours a day. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's something, eh? Mm-hmm. So this is what I mean about exercise. If there's something to do that there's a goal, I'm on it. Like, you want me to ride my bike for eight hours a day? I got you. I'll do it. But when it's like, yeah. oh, I'm just exercising so I can be stronger so I don't end up in the nursing home someday. Yeah, I'd rather just sit on the couch and watch Netflix. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about dabbling in self-improvement 30 days at a time. On today's episode, it's time for our wrap-up of our month of daily exercise. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my much more disciplined friend, Jenny. I'm a bit relieved that we made it to the end of this month's challenge. That's me, Jenny Kouse, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. I'm going to do my best to whip our guinea peg into shape and hold her accountable to habit changes that she will undertake one month at a time. I'll be playing along too and as we take on a new habit each month, We hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Our monthly challenge for September was to get your body moving daily. We were pretty easygoing on what that entailed. We challenged each other and you to do some form of exercise or movement every day for the entire month. Being consistent was more important than duration or intensity of the exercise. As you may recall, Jenny was at the beginning of September a little bit less than motivated to get going on this challenge. And overall, how did it go for you, Jenny? I'm really glad that we had this challenge and I'm equally glad that we're done. (laughs) I'm definitely going to keep up the habit of building in more physical exercise into my daily life um, because now it kind of feels like an expectation as part of my day. But I'm definitely not going to be super rigid about exactly what that looks like. I definitely feel now like at the end of the day, if I haven't done something physical, I have that sense of, ooh, I should have, or I still could, and it feels like something's missing. If I don't get my body moving, it definitely feels a lot better to get moving more now. How did it go for you? Overall, I feel like it was a great month. I really enjoyed getting moving again and having it top of mind, but I haven't been as dedicated to and consistent with this challenge as I should have been. I know that exercise is good for me. I love how I feel when I'm doing it. I love how I feel after I've done it. I know that I should do it. And yet I still struggle with making it a regular, consistent part of my life. So I was not as consistent as I should have been in getting it in every single day. I did often a little bit of movement, but it wasn't what I had planned. And also, you know, I can add in the excuse of like a busy, crazy thing in the month, but that's life. Like it's going to happen all the time. So I'm going to double down on exercise as we head into the next month's challenge, because I really want this to be a non-negotiable habit for me from now until forever. So I got to, got to keep with it. Got to stay after it. And I, I also do want to say that I feel proud of you for like being so hesitant and then like crushing it like way more than I did. You're the bomb. It just would, goes to our personalities. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I quote unquote crushed it, but I definitely, I definitely stuck with it and I kept it on my mind. That is for sure. And, uh, and put it into practice. We'll say. Okay. Good work. Good work, girl. Thank right. you. Good work to you. Thank you. I have been sharing my daily exercise movement, um, in our Facebook group. And even though we are at the end of the month, I am still going to continue to post my exercise in the group. 
Uh, it would really help me to stay on track if you would post your exercise there too. So come on over and let's help each other ke- help keep each other accountable even as we head into the next month's challenge. If you'd like to join the group and let us know what exercise you've been up to, search for the Improvement Project in the search bar on Facebook and join in to get some extra accountability. I'll put a link to the group in the show notes as well at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. Next month, we are going to dig in pun intended, to the foundational habit of food and drink. After a few years of really working hard on my habits in this area, my food habits are pretty consistent and they're serving me well. I want to tweak a couple things here and there, but the challenge this month will mostly be for Peggy and you. So I have challenged myself this month and you, the listener, to use the strategy of monitoring for the month of October to get a realistic look at what I'm eating and drinking day to day. I think that I am guilty of what most people are guilty of, and that is assuming that my diet is healthy. Almost every patient in my practice and everyone that I meet says that they have a healthy diet. And almost everyone subscribes to the notion of, quote, moderation. So it seems like a good thing, doesn't it? But if it was, we wouldn't be so unhealthy and overweight as a society. So something to think about. Uh, We'll definitely explore that more uh, as we get into the next few weeks. But in the meantime, I'm going to wipe the dust off an app that I have used in the past, but I haven't visited in a while. It's called MyFitnessPal, and it will allow me to record everything that I eat and drink in October. So remember, we talked about the strategy of monitoring in the past, and it's going to do two things for us in this situation. Number one, you're going to get some solid objective data about what you are doing, as long as you are honest with yourself and the app. And number two, just by doing the act of monitoring what you're eating and drinking, just by taking a closer look at what you're doing, you are likely to see improvements. And that is great. We also have a great book in mind for our month of monitoring food and drink, but we're going to wait until next week to let you know what it is. It'll be worth the wait. And I'm hoping that we'll have a surprise guest to go with it. Ooh, exciting. Ooh. (laughs) Now it's time for a segment where we dig a little deeper into our personalities called Who Are You Anyway? We will take a question and each give our perspective on the topic with the goal of understanding ourselves a little bit better. This week's Who Are You Anyway? question is, if you've committed to something and then find you were unsuccessful after a few days or weeks, will you reassess and then double down? Or are you likely to give up and assume that it's not for you and then move on to the next thing? So the way that I answer this question is, I have been guilty of both of these paths for sure. As I am an obliger leaning towards upholder in my older age, I am more reluctant to give up uh, where maybe I would have been in the past. I want to, and when I say I'd be more likely to give up in the past. So I want to keep after it and really see what I'm made of now. So the perfect example is what we just discussed when we were talking about this September daily exercise challenge. I didn't really give it my best shot. In the past, I might have just decided to give up and accept that I'm not a consistent exerciser, but I really want this to be true that I'm a consistent exerciser. And so I'm going to reassess, see where I went wrong, and then try again. I'm not giving up. Good for you. Yeah, girl. I would say I'm the same um, like you in that I've done both of those things. Um, and I think that the outcome of either doubling down or abandoning depends on how much I want that outcome of the action. Like what, what is it I'm striving for? That would dictate whether I would tend to give up or recommit. Um, I would say that in general, I'm probably more likely to double down, but from time to time I do abandon, i.e. exercise with other habits. I will definitely double down, but exercises, it is, it's a tough one for me. So I am with you. 
So do you feel like now that we've been through this process, you are more likely to double down? Especially because in the past, exercise has been something, as you've said, you abandoned. Mm, yes, I would say I'm definitely more likely to double, double down because um, it's been a good habit in the past for me. And it's something that I want to take more seriously. Um, and I find once I get back into a habit, I'm more determined to keep it because I know how hard it is to get started back up again. Right. Well, and it's easier to keep it than start it. Right. Uh, well, absolutely. That's what our online pretend best friend Gretchen would say for sure. Um, and the other thing too, to add to this is we've talked about this kind of at length that you're now doing exercise that you actually sort of enjoy versus mm-hmm. that whole running business, which isn't your jam. Yeah. We've got into a funny habit of when I'm lifting weights, Ethan likes to come down and he likes to put on, um, what he calls intense music. And he counts while I'm lifting weights. So it's good. It's good um, numbers practice for him. Um, And it's entertaining for me because it keeps me laughing watching him screaming out the numbers as I'm lifting weights. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Now it is time for What Are You Digging Lately? This segment is one that may or may not be related to our monthly theme Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to or what books we've been reading or what random internet hilarity we've found and we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we find useful or practical or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So for me this week, I am digging the TV show, The Good Place. So this is a hilarious show that you can watch the first two seasons of on Netflix. It stars Kristen Bell, who is so likable. I just love her. And Ted Danson. Uh, He's a blast from the past. You may remember him from a show called Cheers. He was Sam Malone, which of course I love uh, that he was Malone. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, anyways, The Good Place is awesome. So I just started watching season two because it just came out on Netflix. And I'm a bit giddy because I binged the first season over a year ago. So um, I'm excited to get going on season two. It's a story about a girl named Eleanor and she's just died and she is in the afterlife and she's relieved to find out that she is in the good place. And and soon she realizes that there's been a mistake and she is not who they think she is. So the hijinks ensue and yada, 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 and it's hilarious and it's a fantastic show. So that's what I'm digging and I recommend it. I also love that show. And until you just mentioned that, I forgot that the second season was out. Um, I kind of have half a mind to just drop the microphone right now and run to the TV because, (laughs) oh man, I love that show. And I got the email from Netflix that it was out and I even like screenshotted it and sent it to Jeff and was like, we got to get on this. And then I completely forgot. Um, my favorite thing about that show is how they're unable to curse in the good place. So the characters, like, even though they intend to curse when it like it won't actually come out of their mouth and they'll say a different word that sounds like it, but it's a different word. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's funny. There's, there's a person at work who we, there's a phrase from that that I won't repeat because it'll be too obvious what it is and it just sounds terrible. Um, but we will use that expression from the show. But anyhow, I'm also digging um, something on Netflix, but which was recommended to me by a friend and it is a show called The Road Trick. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. Oh, Peg, it just changed your life. Okay, oh, so prepare okay. yourself. Okay, I'm excited. So it's called The Road Trick, not The Road Trip. And it is starring Adam Trent. Adam is a successful magician who decides to take a break from his traveling Broadway type magic show and travel Europe. I think, and he goes further than Europe as well. Um, but he uses magic as a way to meet people and have unique experiences. He's 
an absolutely incredible magician. Like I just, I get chills even thinking about it. Um, so it's so cool to watch him like just straight up in terms of the magic he does, but it's equally as fascinating to see the locations that he travels to because he ends up seeing some very unique things and having these cool experiences because he just starts talking to people and doing tricks for them. And one thing will lead to another, like he's in Monte Carlo and he's watching a race from a yacht, like that he talks his way onto using magic and it, yeah, you'll watch it and it'll blow your mind. I, a friend told me about it at lunch one day and I went home that night and I watched six episodes. I was up till midnight and I like, I had to just stop myself because I got so sucked into it. It's That's so cool. good. Does it make you want to yes. learn magic and like go to Europe yes. and like talk your way onto a yacht or something? Oh, uh, like one of those three things. But <laughs> but it, it did make me think um, about like how interesting and like you, it makes you so curious to know how he does these things. Um, and my friend had mentioned that her sons were watching it. And oh. it's one of those things that I think what a cool thing for kids to see um, because it's this person who just... He has this unique talent. Well, I won't say talent, like this unique thing that he has cultivated and worked hard at, and it opens all these doors for him. And by being brave and putting himself out there, he uh, is able to have these amazing experiences. And I thought that's a cool thing for a kid to see. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. Okay. I like it. Please do. Um, now it's time for a segment we call you win or you learn each week. Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right. And there is cause to celebrate or where perhaps something went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So it is, uh, this episode is the win for me. Um, and this win isn't related to this month's exercise challenge, but it is related to last month's challenge. I have to really stop and dwell on this and appreciate the fact that I have kept it up and I am on day, I want to say 67 what? of my meditation streak. Let me just like amazing. Right. Um, I'm feeling pretty great about it. And sorry, that's a lie. It's day 66. Um, I'll show you proof on my, Oh, email from Costco. There you go. Uh, 66 day 66. Send me a a screenshot. I'll put it on the Instagram. All right. Um, so I really want to appreciate that I've kept it up and there's been several times where during that 66 days, I have straight up fallen asleep during the meditation, like say at minute three. So I've often felt like I didn't technically count, but in general, I have still made the effort to meditate every single day. That and sometimes I'm so effective at getting myself relaxed that I doze off. <laughs> uh, and are you, have you gotten to a place where you're doing it in the morning now? Cause that was your goal, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like going well. Yes. And I've learned like, there's so many like little things I've learned along the way. Like I have to sit up or else I'll fall asleep. Oh, immediately. So even if it's just kind of scooching up and sitting against my headboard, just like little things like that. But yeah, I'm so now that I have that much time in, I would be so mad to lose that streak. Good for you. That's fantastic. It's a good one. That is a win. Big win. And I'm loving the calm app. Yeah. That's your favorite now. I really like it. Okay. All right. So this is your week for learn. What did you learn? Well, I want to bring it back to this month's uh, daily exercise challenge. I assumed that because I put things on the calendar that they would happen. And what I learned 
after not being super successful with that strategy is that although scheduling is a good start, especially me in this situation with this habit, I need to employ a bunch of different strategies to make it more likely that I'll follow through on this important habit. So as we head into the next month, I'll continue to schedule my exercise by writing it in my calendar. But I've also started a weekly accountability call with a friend of mine where we can check in with each other each week to help keep each other on track. So it has to do with exercise, but also other goals that we have. So it's basically like 30 minutes. It's on the calendar. She calls me from Guelph at 1.15 on a Monday. We talk for 30 minutes about what are your goals for this week? We're keeping in mind what is the goal for 12 weeks from now. And I just want to try and add something else in that's more likely to make me stay on track with all of my goals, including this one, which I want to make sure I'm locking in as a foundational habit. Super cool. That's a great idea. Yeah. So, you know, everything that Gretchen has told us about accountability as being and me being an obliger is that I know that obligers need accountability. So I'm like, all right, let's get some accountability. So I've got this podcast. I've got you. I've got our listeners and I've got my friend that's going to help me to kind of stay on, ta- on task. So um, so that's good. The other thing I've learned is that I need to do my exercise earlier in the day rather than later. So Ooh. if I do it before noon, then I'm good. If it's afternoon, it's way less likely to not, or it's way less likely to happen. So this, I know for some people, they exercise in the evening and it's no problem. But for me in my world, afternoon, all of a sudden some vortex happens and like the time just disappears and I never do it. So if I can get it in before noon, it's more likely to happen. Gosh, what a great little thing to know about yourself though. Well, this is why we call it a learn, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's an awesome one. Good for you. So this is our final week for our exercise challenge, which we will wrap up and then transition into another important foundational habit, which involves food and drink. Next week, we will really get into some good stuff around habits associated with food, and we will introduce our book for the month as well. We would also love to know if there are any specific questions that you might have about habits associated with food and drink. If you want to learn about a certain topic as it pertains to your own eating habits, please let us know. And the way that you can do that, as always, is send us an email at theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com or catch us on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jkouse and I am on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can also get our attention always by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Remember to let us know how do you handle a setback. Do you reassess and then jump right back in or do you call it a day and move on to something else? Also, let us know what you are most interested in learning about when it comes to habits related to food and drink. As I just said, email us or send us a voice memo at theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. This is still a relatively baby podcast and it really helps other people to find the podcast if you do this rate and review and subscribe. And then that way we can reach as many people as possible to create new habits. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you! Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. I cleaned out my Stoked. freezer, the freezer on the bottom part of my oh, fridge. Oh, that's so satisfying. And I threw away a whole bunch of stuff. And then the next day I was going in to get ice for a glass of something. And when I opened the freezer, I was like, oh.
I'm like, John, look, just look. It's amazing. Like I, if I had known it was going to give me that much joy, I would have done it way sooner. Oh my goodness. You're past your midlife crisis. This is great news. Or least... I mean, there's a lot of people that are relieved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made it out. Great work. Good job. Don't even do anything different. Just see what it is you're doing.